Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Greetings, listeners. In this episode, we are chatting with Lisa Estrella Yang, the founder of A Positive Beauty. In this episode, we discuss nail art, beauty tips, and how A Positive Beauty is empowering women around the world. Enjoy the show. So, Lisa, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Oh, what I do, I am making, creating bridges between the beauty industry with women empowerment. What, what does that all entail? Mm-hmm. So one of the bridges that I'm currently forging right now is um, a press-on-nail brand. And that press-on-nail brand, its mission is to empower women, to dare women to dream unapologetically and fiercely. So it's very important to me to make sure that women feel supported in whatever they feel like they want to do in their lives. Well, that's uh, very ambitious of you, for sure. Yeah, uh, thank you. Can you go into uh, some more details here on what you specifically mean by press-on nails? You know, I'm sure a large portion of our users know what press-on nails is, but for like some of us non-nail painting types, preferably the males, <laughs> don't understand the difference between painted nails, press-on nails, fake nails. It's all it's all the same to us. Yes, absolutely. So press-on nails, they are um, acrylic plastics that you can go ahead and glue onto your real nails. And they could be worn up to 7 to 10 days, um, depending on your preference. So I guess people know them as like nail covers almost. Um, it's as if you're going to a nail salon and getting your nails done. However, okay, so you can purchase press-on nails from any store, and they're basically DIY nails where you can put it on yourself instead of going into a salon and having somebody put uh, fake nails on you or create fake nails on your real nails. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And so is this something that you can get professionally done, or is it more of uh, always DIY, like where you can just do it at home and by yourself or just have a little party with your friends? Yes, absolutely. So great question. Press on nails are, the purpose of it is for you to have DIYs. So that way you can do it in the comfort of your own home. You can do it with your girlfriends, um, anywhere you like and whenever you need it too. So if you got like a special event that you got to go to, you don't have time to go to a nail salon. You could just take some time, about 10 to 15 minutes and apply press on nails on your real nails. That is a huge time saver. I'm actually a, a frequent nail salon attendee, and I'm usually there for an hour and a half at a time. So, oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. An hour and a half, though, huh? That's, I mean, that's, you, you go there, get... chat up to everyone you know. I, mean, I usually know the owners, right? So it's, I'm there just to see them and talk to them for a while, see everything's going. And then oh, you know, get, get a mani-pedi, hang out, chat. Everyone else is like, why is there a male in here? And then you're just, you know, a ton of fun. So I, I can definitely appreciate the time savingness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so, like, what what is your aspect to that? Are you personally designing these nails and then 
people can purchase them or is it more I can design it myself and you make the designs for me? What, what's kind of all going on on your end? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Great question. So with my nail art consulting that I do with um, you know a couple companies here in the States, for these press-on nails that I'm creating, I'm going to be designing them myself. And that way, women who are interested in these designs can purchase them and apply them to their own nails by themselves. What I've come to realize is that there's only one of me and I can only service one woman at a time. So what if I was able to create these designs but service, you know, 50 women at a time or 10,000 women at a time? The possibilities are endless. Sounds like you should go on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one day. Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta really uh, muster up that courage though, because they get chewed out real quick. Yeah, I, I've seen uh, a fair share of episodes, and I'm uh, very familiar with how intense the question is, how uncomfortable, easy, easily uncomfortable for them. But that's good. Yeah, you know, you know, funny thing that you mentioned that because I literally just went to Barnes and Noble today to buy Lori Grainer's book. I well, think she's like my favorite shark by far. I don't, yes. know, I don't know what draws me to her, but I'm really, really drawn to her. Maybe it's because she's like an attractive female, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's wonderful. She's, I mean, her advice is just, is so valuable. Her and Barbara, too. I mean, I, I both love them. Um, even Kevin. Kevin is awesome. Kevin's like so <laughs> intense. He's like, he tells so many people to just like give up on it. But like at the end of the day, right, it's. I mean, I've never personally like, invested in any company, so it's just my hearsay in my opinion. is like, some people are just too scared to tell you that, right? Like friends and family, like, oh, your business really isn't working. But then people also read books and hear things like, oh, you like shouldn't quit on your dream. But it's like, what's the defining moment at that point? Like, let's right. say you're in the hole, like $100,000. Should you give up or, oh, no, I'll come out of this. But then on the flip side is you hear that like Amazon was like, you know, a hundred million in the hole before they started making profit after 10 years. They didn't give up. It's like a little bit different scenario, right? Because it's, you know, corporation versus like a startup. But it's, I guess it's tough to find that fine line. I think, you know, the more advice you get, the more books you read, the better it is to really find out what's out there. And just kind of going through the process of finding out, is your product or business viable? Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did, off that, how did you kind of get into doing your nails and realizing that it's like something that you can actually turn into a business Yes, so I kid you not, um, it started out as a personal hobby. And then all of a sudden, you know, girls and women kept asking me, you know, where do you get your nails done? From strangers to friends to like acquaintances, it was just nonstop to the point where I had that realization that, you know what, I should do something about this. So I looked into investing into um, going to nail tech school. However, I realized that. I wanted to do, I still wanted to do entrepreneurship. I still wanted to actually create something versus, um, you know, working in a nail salon or doing like a mobile nail service. So that's when I realized that, okay, this press on nail thing is definitely the path that I was meant to go on and to just to go out and explore and discover new things with this venture. Okay, so then you said you can only handle about one person at a time. What yeah. does your workload kind of break down to? Let's say, you know, you're at the grocery store, 
someone lying behind you sees your fantastically designed nails and asks you where you get your nails done, walk us through that process of you fulfilling an order for them that they get to now have these awesome set of nails. What was the kind of process from shaking hands to that all going through? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this goes out for, you know, a lot of other people too who are starting out with nail art, you know, in that in that hobby or in that industry. I mean, really, it's the funny thing is how it started off for me is somebody would say they would cut your nails. I mean, you are a walking billboard whenever you whenever you are going out. Doesn't matter if it's your nails, what you're wearing, how you're speaking, you are just a walking billboard. So when somebody catches something like your nails and they initiate the conversation, they have they like your your nails so much that they initiate the conversation. It's important for you to turn that into a possible customer. Um, may it be a customer for you know you doing the nails, or maybe you have a different business that you are actually working on. You know, it's a great conversation starter for you to share with them what you're what you want to sell. Um, so yeah, they would just ask, you know, well, where do you get your nails done? And say, you know what? Actually, I did it myself. And the funny thing is, almost all the time, people would say, no kidding, are you a nail tech? And I would say, no, I'm not. But I do do nails on the side. So as long as you offer, you know, the opportunity, well, I do do this, more so than likely, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, what's your contact info? How can I get a hold of you? And of course, great rule of thumb, always have your contact info on you. Mm-hmm. Um, best way, of course, business cards. So then you exchange business cards. You give her a call. Mm-hmm. Does she, do you guys sit down, grab coffee, just do some cool design and nails? Like, what, what, what's kind of that process all like? I, I feel, you know, let's say you gave me a business card and I want to like paint my nails, whatever, whatever. Same woman, I want to paint my nails, some cool design. And I send you an email. Then, then what? Do I just kind of go check out your website? Like, do I come meet you and like drop something cool? Like, what what is gonna really get me motivated to like, you know, go out beyond that initial impulse? Like, ooh, that, those are cool nails, and then actually take forth an action to pursue that. Mhm. Yep. So, generally, how it would look, they would either give me a call or email me, and at that moment, I would share the prices that I have set for my service. That way they know exactly what to expect and I always make sure that the customer um, is always feeling empowered. You know, they are the decision makers. So whether or not they decide to go forth with the service is totally up to them and I respect that. Um, If they go forward with the service, then they choose one of the three services that I have provided and they each have a different price tier to it. Um, depending on the you know, the detail of the nail art that I would be creating for them. And after we they've chosen the service, we'd go ahead and set up a mutual time and date. And either I would go over to their house and bring my supplies or they would come over to my place. And it's a really it's a really chill setting. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always great because we have a bottle of red wine. Um, sometimes I would even make them like homemade hot chocolate and we just talk about whatever they want to talk about, talk about life, get to know each other. It's always great to get to know the woman in the Madison community or, uh, you know, what wherever city that they're traveling from. So, yeah, it's really chill. Okay. And so, I mean, obviously this is like an audio podcast, not video. So I just kind of walk us through maybe um, some descriptors of like these designs. Is it just 
all black nails with like a white dot on it. Like, what, what, what do you what do you mean? Like, what, why are people coming to you for these specialty designs? What, what does that entail? Why is it something they can't just go pick up like at a Walmart or Target or something like that? Yes. The reason why people come to me for the nail art is because we are able to have that relationship where we are collaborating on what they want in their nails. I mean, sometimes they get clients who say, you know, I want you to create just whatever you have in mind. Let's just go crazy for it. And that is very empowering as well. Um, but many times I have women that come in and like, you know what, I have a few photos here that I have in mind. Like, let's go for that. It's because you can't go to the store, um, you say to Walmart or Walgreens and buy press on nails that you can, you know, have designed however you like. I mean, in, in that case, you would have to go to a nail salon. But many times these women don't have time to go to a nail salon or they're looking for a more personal touch to the service where it's really just them. And they're the sole focus. I can definitely see that. I mean, whenever I'm at the salon, like, you know, the non-English speaking conversations, like, put me off. Like, I, I'm, I'm there. I'd rather have a conversation with, like, someone. I you know, it's like, hence become friends with people because I sit there and talk to them for an hour at a time. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to find things to talk about. But if you're sitting there and someone's speaking a different language, you're, like, just staring off into space. Like, it makes it a lot more difficult to go use up an hour or whatever of your day to go do that every like, week or two weeks or wherever often people go to get their nails touched up. Um, but with yours, you said earlier that a set of press-ons lasts about seven to ten days. So mm -hmm. are people buying like batches of these or like how, how does it come packaged to them? Mm -hmm. So the press-on nails are actually a product that I'm currently working on right now in um, you know, in, in creating. However, with the nail art services, they are just solely, you know, basic manicure service with nail art on there. So I could either paint them on there mm -hmm. or we would use or Swarovski crystals, any type of like beads, just like 3D awesome stuff to put onto their nails. Okay. Um, so, yeah, women would come for me for those. However, with the press-on nails, I realized that, you know, what if instead of them coming into my place or me going over to their place or spending like an hour on their nails what if they could just buy it and put it on whenever they have that time because a lot of the women that come to me are women who are traveling you know they got stuff to do they are pressed for time but they also want that personal connection that makes sense so walk me through this too uh I'm guessing there are like inappropriate nail designs to have for certain <laughs> scenarios, right? Like yes. Yeah. So when you're walking through it with someone, like, do you have to like kind of check them, like, hey, like I work like as a secretary at like this like law firm, maybe you should have like skulls on your nails. You know, that's like obviously a very drastic example, but do you kind of run into that? Like, do people really think about that when they're coming to you for the first time to design their nails? That's not some just basic color, like, you're going to have this on for five to seven days. Do you really want that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when these clients make an appointment with me, they already have an event in mind, um, hence, you know, them reaching out to me to have their nail art done. So, for example, I had a client that was going to the Grammys this year, and she said, you know what? I want you to go crazy on my nails. Um, however, this is the dress that I'm wearing. These are the type of people that I'm going to be around. So let's come up with something fitting for that type of environment. 
Oh, so you're definitely people are definitely matching nail colors and designs to uh, attires for events. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. That's interesting. So I, I'm I'm always familiar with you know the males match your belt buckle or your belt to your shoes, and then with women you know match your bag to your shoes. Now it's like match your bag to your shoes to your nails to your whatever. Yeah, you know. um, it's never ending. But you know, good stuff for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so walk us through maybe uh, some, some basic upkeep of nails. So someone comes to you, they get their nails done, and mm-hmm. then, and then what, how, how do they make sure that it looks good, stays good for five days, or at least for that event? Because I'm assuming most people aren't coming to you like, you know, an hour before they're leaving for their event to get their nails done just in case of like a scheduling conflict or a short emergency. Like, so how do they... You know, keep them looking good. Like, assuming people go to work, people go to the gym, people run errands, they have kids at home, whatever. Like, how are they keeping their nails, like, kept well? Oh, my gosh. Those tips, I mean, the tips that I could give you are endless, really. (laughs) But the top few that I have in mind, based on experience and based on other women's experience, too, is in order to maintain the manicure that you just got, you really got to make sure that, for example, if you're doing any house cleaning or you're washing the dishes, make sure you're using gloves to protect your hands from chemicals that could be harsh to your skin especially, but also your nails. Um, Another tip is making sure that you're not using your fingernails to do a lot of labor, such as like, believe it or not, opening a soda pop Mm-hmm. With your fingernails, it's not going to really help because you're creating that tension on that surface that's going to just um, have the manicure chip off a little faster. Um, another tip as well is making sure that your hands are moisturized because when your nails are drying, it's more prone to having the polish crack and peel off faster. Okay, and so like with that, there's like gels, shellacs, etc., where there's like the different like the time that nails can stay on. Do you kind of walk us through that? Yeah, you know what? I really wish I could, but I'm not really quite an expert in that field. Um, I know that gel and shellac, those are definitely going to help the manicure stay on, you know, more intact and be more fresh. But my experience with using gel and shellac isn't um, really quite that deep. For me, I guess my experience falls more so with like um, basic nail polishes, something that you could just easily wipe off. Okay, and so what's the best way for people to, you know, remove the, the specialty nail polish that you put on for them? Like, you know, let's say in seven days my nails are grown out, chipped, whatever. What's the best, well, I guess, the proper way to clean off your nails? Just the, the basic nail polish remover and just like hope for the best or... Or what, especially if there's beads <laughs> or things on there. I mean, I'd be surprised if that was it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So if we're talking about nail art that you know has 3D art on there, it's always great to take a cotton ball and soak that with acetone, which is a nail polish remover, and you just let it sit on that 3D product until it's able to slide off. Um, other than that, I mean, it's just like your basic polish remover um, process, just swiping it over your nail beds. And then um, as always though, after you use nail polish remover, make sure that you wash your hands with soap and warm water. Okay, that makes sense. Any other like overarching tips you want to give people about like, just doing their nails at home, DIY, or anything of that nature? Oh gosh. Oh, 
In terms of the technical tips, always make sure that when you're polishing that you also polish the ends of your nails, so like the very tip of your nails. That's going to absolutely make sure that the polish will stay on a little bit longer. Um, and, but in terms of a, you know, of a less technical tip, don't be afraid to experiment with nail polish. I mean, the nice thing about nails is that if you mess up, you could always clean it up with nail polish remover and start over if you'd like. That seems like a very good thing. I mean, I've done quite a few things in my life. If you screw up, it's like the end of the world. So, <laughs> I mean, like my hair, like ah, because that screw up, I'm like done for for the day. <laughs> oh, wait, hey, if you're working with red nail polish, it'll definitely feel like it's the end of the, end of the world when you mess up. Yeah. That color is really hard to clean off. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best way for uh, people to get in contact with you? Do you have a website, Facebook page? Yes, actually. I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm actually relaunching my website. It's going to be, it's called A Positive Beauty. Now, I had this website last year, but it was more of a trial and error to see, you know, what I wanted this to be all about. And then after shutting it down for a moment, um, letting it to be repolished, working with a web designer to make it more interactive for nail art lovers, um, this relaunch will be happening sometime this spring so definitely be on the lookout at apositivebeauty.com uh, what you can expect from this website is seeing women empowering other women there's going to be stories of these women and also um, manicure tips nail polish tips everything nails that you can imagine well absolutely fantastic well we definitely do appreciate you having you on the show oh thanks so much i really appreciate you so thanks for allowing me to be on the show Wow, what an absolutely incredible episode with Lisa Australia yang First person you're chatting about nail art and how those things are fun to do and things of the nature, but she's been able to spin that into helping empower women around the world do better than what they're actually already doing and what they can really strive to do. My heart definitely goes out to her and I support her 100% of the way. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs>